Welcome hey, hey, hey. to the angry. You guys are really pissing me off right now. Masons. Masons. With your host, Vice and Hendershot. And sometimes PDP. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the angry Masons. Welcome back, Angry Mason Nation. It's episode 46, and this week we'll be discussing wacky news and last weekend's NFL draft. I'm joined by Angry Mason Ryan and Angry Mason PDP. Fellas, welcome back. What's up? What's up, players? How you living in that quarantine life, bruh? Nothing but good times here uh, out in western Colorado. You know, guys, I I finally sold my uh, my old FRS uh, had to make room for the Supra in the garage. Uh, it was sad to see it go. You know, you get attached to a car after like eight years. Didn't have that for eight years? Wow. Yeah, seven, uh, just over seven, yeah. Goddamn. I know. It seems like I just bought it. Uh, and it's still in good shape. But uh, with the apocalypse going on, I had, to, uh, I had to offload it to a dealer who didn't give me as much as I wanted, uh, but at least uh, put some cash flow back in the bank. I may have spent a little more than I should have on that Supra. What kind of dealer? Like, just like a local dealer. Yeah. Um, it was like a motor company. It wasn't even oh, like a Toyota or a yeah, Ford or some cocaine. shit. When you said local yeah. dealer, I'm like, damn, he did unload that. Yeah. No, I, d- I didn't give it to like, there's no weed dealers here, Paul. Uh, it's legal here in Colorado. Well, they have, people are dealing other things. Meth. Uh, meth. Coke. There's a lot of meth here in Grand Junction. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of meth heads. I think it's just you see them more because it has less of a population than Florida, which you're used to. Now, come Maybe. on, I mean, meth heads in Florida. They made an entire documentary oh God, on it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't drive far. I mean, no. Not gonna te- I'm not going to say Fort Pierce. <laughs> when I was in Ohio, it was, uh, it was heroin everywhere. They were all overdosing on heroin on the sides of roads and shit. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it's Ohio. It was, I mean, yeah. that's a vacation. What? Yeah, I mean, what else are you gonna do? You gotta escape <laughs> somehow, and if you if you can't do it physically, then OD on drugs. Yeah, well, I mean, if oh, you live in Ohio, you can't afford to go to like this is like... Disney. <laughs> wow, if you're in Cincinnati, you want to get away from Cincinnati? Just take some heroin. What? Yeah, we're not advocating that. No, no, no. It's not. It's just it happens. It's a fact. Yeah. So As a matter of fact, when I was moving to Ohio, Cincinnati, from from Florida, we drove across a bridge into uh, Cincinnati, and the first billboard on the side of the road was a picture of a needle, and it said, got heroin. Uh, and oh my I, God. I was really confused by that like, until later when I learned it was a uh, epidemic there. Oh. Oh, they weren't advertising Yeah, I'm like, huh? got heroin, my... <laughs> Dude, I want no. some. <laughs> it's I like, think, it sounds pretty cool now. It's like fucking I think it was an ad for rehab. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, my pops used to say that um, ducks actually flew upside down over Cincinnati because oh. there was nothing worth shitting on. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can we all just take a moment to boo Ohio again? Boo. 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 Suck. Suck it. Uh, well, Ryan, uh, I know you're, you had a better week than I did because, uh, you had a special day. Oh yeah. And special. no, it's not because I was able to masturbate three times in one day. I mean, I did that, but I mean, that's not what made us. Okay. That's what made me special. But, um, I actually well, had a birthday too. Unrelated. Ha- Happy oh, belated birthday, Ryan. Coincidental. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Dan. Happy birthday. And I have to say that, uh. Even during this time of fucking lockdown, people can't really get together and socialize like we are accustomed to. I have to say that some of my friends and family just really went above and beyond to make certain that I had a a happy birthday. Uh, In fact, uh, Ham Buddington, very good friend of the show, uh, actually coordinated a uh, Google Hangout meeting. With uh, you know his his group of friends and included myself and it was nice, very nice. cool. Yeah, it was super awesome. He um he really hooked it up and uh, nice. Buddington, I appreciate you and hope you're doing well and we hope to have you on again, especially for yeah. our upcoming episode fifty, baby. Fifty. That's right. Episode fifty is coming soon, and uh, frankly, it's gonna be a big deal. 
Did you ever think we'd get to 46, much less, like, 50? Dude, I didn't even think we'd get to, like, two. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that we are close to 50 is is is, is really uh, astonishing. And, and kudos to Bud. You know, uh, Buddington, he's a good guy, even for a Patriots fan. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's welcome here anytime as a, as a ham. I'll drink to that. Well, in fact, That's right. PDP, it's time to fucking drink to the show. Let's have a shot. Oh, boy. Shoot it up. Oh, Not heroin. This is to Ohio. <laughs> we, no. miss you. we miss you. All right, unfuck you, Ohio. Un- unfuck yourself. Oh, so of course he had to drink Jaeger to that. Ugh. Woo! Ugh. That tastes like Ohio. <laughs> it does. It does. Ugh. Yeah, like, you mean it tastes like, uh, uh, you know, they've they've got this uh, chili there, and uh, they put cinnamon on top. Oh my they put god! Put pasta oh. and have cinnamon on top of it, and it's supposed to be a delicacy. I have to say this: the I, I love women, and I would never, ever, ever think of like physically or verbally abusing a, 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 a girlfriend. The closest I ever came. Oh no! Here it comes, boy. Domestic abuse. My ex girlfriend put cinnamon and chili and fed it to me. I'm like, oh, oh damn it! What that is you... a delicacy, sir, in Ooh. Cincinnati. They insisted. Ooh. They insisted that I go and and try skyline chili with them, and uh, and it quite frankly was one of the worst meals I ever had. Uh, it was it was. And they served it over spaghetti, right? Yeah. That's, yes. That's yeah. their shit, though. That oh, skyline fucking chili. That's like what they're known for. Oh, and they then they that. put like raw onions on top. Like, fuck you. I mean, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well just put they, a big old turd right I on top because it's just think, as appetizing. I don't think the local people eat that shit. They just are playing a joke on motherfuckers. Like, oh, let's tell them that's what we do here. <laughs> I don't think that's true because how many people are like, oh, let's go vacation in Cincinnati? Dude, like we <laughs> discussed, they're not vacationing. These motherfuckers are trying to get out. This is as far as they can get with Cincinnati. Please help me get out. They put fucking cinnamon in their chili and serve yeah. it over spaghetti. They fuck yeah. me up. It fucks up your senses. You can't leave. <laughs> Kentucky won't let them in, so that means they're stuck there in Cincinnati right on the border. Yep. That's what happens. Boom, stuck. Can't swim. Damn, can't, you can't get, get over. into Kentucky? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? No, I saw a concert uh, at the University of Kentucky. I saw Pearl Ooh. Jam play there. And uh, you know what? The city was, was beautiful. It was clean, modern. It was really nice. Uh, and then I had to drive back to Cincinnati. So, Ooh. yeah. 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 Wow. Throwing some shade at you, Ohio. Yeah, you Sorry. are. Especially when you're like Lexington or wherever you were. <laughs> yeah, up, Lexington. Upscale, dog. <laughs> it was. It was really nice. It was really nice. Oh, really sure. It was nice. pretty. The yeah, campus, I'm sure, is pretty. So, uh, PDP, what about you, man? How's life treating you? Good. Except earlier today, I got flipped off by an old man. <laughs> what did you do to an old man? <laughs> Probably 85 years old. I didn't do anything. I, I'm not surprised. I've fun. had a fucking shit ton of incidents with the birds. Looking, I used to love flipping people off. Oh, I remember in high school, that was your favorite hobby. Oh, my God. It was like fucking yep. therapy, dude. You would flick off your cat. Any, like, the cat anyone, doesn't understand that. Anyone. But it was like, that's just how we grew up. If before you could drive, if you're walking around, people would yell shit out at you. Yeah. So when I had the opportunity, I started doing that. <laughs> you're like, my mom ain't here. Yeah, fuck Flip. you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, earlier today, I'm at a stoplight waiting to turn left. This car rolls up really slow, like almost as if he didn't intend to stop there. Just momentum ceased. <laughs> And it's like this little old like um, Honda hatchback from like maybe early nineties. <laughs> was it I, a CRX? <laughs> no, I don't remember. But you remember those ones that popped up? They're re- they're really they were really fucking popular. I don't think it was that yeah. one. Maybe it was like a, a Civic, yeah, Honda Civic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm still like I look down at my phone, not paying attention. People start honking the horn behind behind me as I look up. The light turns green, but for me it was still red. I see this guy's head is kind of slumped forward so i start to roll my window down just to see if he needs some help or something so i guess the sounds of the horns from the two cars behind him sort of like jolt him back he wakes up looks up he looks confused looks over at me 
fucking flicks me off. <laughs> like I'm the one honking the horn. <laughs> and by this time, the, the light had gone from green to red again. And then he just goes right through the light <laughs> at one mile an hour. After flicking me off. Wow. I'm like, did I just fucking meet? You're just concerned for the man's safety, and he's at first. And then I was like, "Fuck, was this the ghost of Christmas future? Like, (laughs) was this my 80 year old self flicking me off?" (laughs) Was it like that uh, Looper movie? (laughs) Maybe. Damn. Well, well, let's hope not, because it seems like your fortunes took a real downturn. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and it was how I used to like to flick people off too, like the real long middle finger where you pull your other two fingers back and just expose the one long middle, like Arsenio Hall and shit. You're like, look at that long finger, motherfucker. <laughs> Those big ass ET yeah, looking fingers. Yeah, he got me with that shit. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know how to react. I was like, it's shot. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> See what happens when you try to help people? Yes. <laughs> And also the power of the fucking spontaneous bird. I had no idea how to react. <laughs> Audible gasp. Yes. <gasps> You're an old man, sir. <laughs> Think of your grandchildren. But he looked up confused as fuck. He's like, must have been this dude. Fuck you. <laughs> I wonder if he's like passed out or he was having a stroke or some medication. I don't difficulties. know. Right now he's, oh, he's probably, probably telling drunk. the same fucking story. I flicked this fucking dickhead off of the fucking red light. <laughs> Thought I was got to whoop his ass. You're probably telling it to fucking me and Dan on episode like 2000. <laughs> episode 2000. Oh shit! He's like, <laughs> so what did you do, Petey? Like, fucking flipped off this young fucking ass off the stoplight. Wouldn't stop honking his horn. <laughs> fucking looper. Well, all right. Well, enough of your time traveling hijinks, PDP. It's time to get the show started, and as usual, we're going to get started with a little bit of wacky news. The intro is like such an air of credibility. (laughs) That's us. Promptly destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fellas, in this time of uh, coronavirus crisis and lockdowns, Well, it's a little hard to come across some feel-good, wacky news stories, but our crack team of reporters and researchers has scavenged the globe for the funniest, wackiest news out there. And that's what I have for you now. Yeah, I've been coming across a lot of things recently. Yeah. Get it? Get it? I guess. Coming across. Yeah. Yeah. It's a jizz joke. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I knew it was. Come on. Just don't. Just don't. (laughs) <laughs> Tom. Tom. <laughs> hey, these are the people in studio, man. Quiet down. Yeah, shut <laughs> it. You're not even social distancing, you fucks. We're recording this dick. <laughs> there was a comma there, right? Yes, yes, please. Actually, a semi semicolon, dude. Fuck that. Stop talking about Ryan's penis. We're trying to talk about wacky news. Just whacking it. <laughs> our first story comes from india and guys you know you know sometimes you go shopping and maybe you pick up more things than you really need well one mom was shocked when she sent her son out to the grocery store and when he returned he brought along a wife <laughs> oh damn what was he like hey ma she followed me home can i keep her yeah hey. <laughs> I know exactly I mean, the Publix that dude was shopping at. <laughs> Just there. Because I've been in there, I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'd love to tell you what the wife looks like, but um, her, she's got a, her face completely covered, so we have no idea what's under there. But um, <laughs> it's it not appears all about that the young man... <laughs> I want to be able to describe to the listeners. We have to paint a picture here. Okay, go ahead and describe an Indian woman. Let's um, do the voice, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, it. do it. Do it. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Do it. We're not going to offend all of our Indian listeners. There, um, well, I think there is one. At least. Like, that's at right. Le- at least. 
at least. Yes. Angry so, Masons um, is worldwide, in, with all the population in India, I guarantee at least a couple are listening to Angry Masons. Especially with COVID-19, um, people are locked up. the uh, people from India to be uh, uh, very nice and noble people. Oh, hell yeah, for sure. Bow down. Hell yeah. And generally, anyway, um, and I want to bang some. I was about to say the same yeah, kind of thing. For real, damn. Oh, why are they doing that to us? You ever watched any of those Bollywood movies? I have. Oh, oh my. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we boy. can't get into that story. We could though. Another, another, another show. Another show. If yes. we can get all, all right, participants hold, hold on for the secret. It's not just, just no. not appropriate for this particular show. Right. So okay. moving on. Right, yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. Long story short, we love the Indian people. Love you guys. We do. Well, in this particular case, unfortunately, the man returned with someone who had been his fiance for some time that he just hadn't bothered to tell his mother about. Um, but uh, she didn't take it so well. She wouldn't let them in the house. And in fact, called the police complaining that, uh, quote, I had sent my son to do the grocery shopping today, but when he returned, he came back with a wife. I am not ready yeah. to accept this marriage. Hell yeah. I said get carrots and sugar. Hell yeah. You bring me back this. I sent you to the store for milk. You came back with the cow. <laughs> I love the Indian people that are like, fuck this. I'll bring a white guy. <laughs> you probably didn't want to go shopping. Like, oh, he's going to send me out in this coronavirus That's what you're going to do to me? Okay. To yeah. me. Yeah. All right. I got your replacement I'm now. your boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm supposed to be your boy. Sending me out for curry. Powder. I don't need you no. I don't need you no more, Mama. <laughs> I don't need you no more. I love how this kind of it's like a southern, like play. <laughs> well, shit. southern India. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. Alabama. Whatever. <laughs> I don't need you no more, Mama. <laughs> Our next story comes from Southern California. And uh, guys, this one continues our long tradition of crazy people at restaurants. <laughs> it seems to find too much joy. In oh, that. I do. There's, I've been a crazy person in a restaurant before. Oh, is, like that story you're like that story you're telling us off air. Yeah. You want to share it with the which one? The 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 plate smashing. Oh, okay. Now? I mean, we're in the middle of a restaurant store. Oh, all so. right. So, I was working at a restaurant, and it was Thanksgiving, and they're having the holiday. And bu- first off, let me say, if you go to a restaurant on Thanksgiving, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so, it was obviously busy as shit, because that's just how the restaurant business is. So, it was a buffet, holiday buffet. My section got sat down all at once, and I had only been working at this restaurant for a couple weeks, so I didn't really know the wait, the bus staff that well. So everyone gets up, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to bust my whole section by myself. Threw down the fucking... Um, now, hold on. How uh, how big were you, and how much did you weigh in back in high school when this happened? <sighs> well, this is after high school. I just oh. got out of the Navy. I mean, at one, once 55. Oh, okay. So... Not a bodybuilder, though. No, 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 no. Just your normal white guy. <laughs> so I put down the big oval fucking tray on the fucking tray stand and just start stacking plates up. Not thinking in, to myself how much this shit is starting to weigh. <laughs> so I fucking dip down, get underneath it so where <laughs> I got the tray fucking balancing on my oh, shoulder no. and my fucking right palm. As soon as I stand up, I'm like, Oh no, this shit is heavy as fuck. But I'm like, I gotta make it to the kitchen. I can't put the fucking thing back. I can't even look down to see where the fucking jack is, right? Because the yeah. tray is so big. So I start walking gingerly. I feel one plate drop off the back. That's it. Then know, another now one. Now your balance is screwed. Yep. Then another one, and then the whole fucking tray of plates flies forward, and the restaurant was fucking packed. And this was back in the nineties, they had those. Oh my god! Yeah, it was plates, that right? thick porcelain plates. Oh no! Right. So, and of course, I was clearing tables, so on some of these plates was still food. Yeah. Just shrapnel fucking <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and this is probably like seventy-five plates, maybe more. <laughs> This shit, as soon as I started picking up, my arm was shaking. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this was a mistake. So you just like ran to your car oh after that, right? Oh my god, no. <laughs> and that's what I would normally do. That's been my go-to move forever. Just fucking run. You're like, I quit and just like run. Yeah. 
I was so embarrassed. Those big Roval trays, we used to call those B-52s. Oh, uh, they were. Yeah. yeah. Because and, and if you overstack them, um, if something slides, like you've got an ice cube on the tray or something like that, then your balance is off and the whole thing's going down. Once, oh, for once sure. Once the first thing tips over, it's doomed. Another server, this girl comes up. She's like, when I saw you pick it up, the um, tray bowed. It started <laughs> yeah. flexing on both ends. And she's <laughs> like... There's no way you were getting anywhere with that. I'm like, why don't you fucking help me? She's like, it was really funny. <laughs> did you end up marrying her? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did try to do her, though. Nice, nice. Well, try. of course. So, try, try, try. All right, well, back to our oh. racking news segment. Sorry. <laughs> well, this one uh, takes place in a Denny's restaurant that was uh, catering to people on lockdown with to-go orders. Uh, you know curbside pickup, I guess, or they'd step just inside the lobby and pick things up to go. Well, unfortunately, um, horrified bystanders were collecting their food when they witnessed an enraged woman uh, systematically wrecking the restaurant. Uh, Her destructive spree was captured on video as witnesses saw her grabbing uh, plates and cups and cutlery in the seating area and throwing them on the ground. What's even more bizarre she was topless the entire time. Oh, well, damn. I mean, if you're going to make a spectacle of yourself, <clears throat> make a fucking spectacle. <laughs> Do it tits <laughs> out, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Tits <laughs> out. What? So, Her? Is, is the lockdown making everyone into Florida, man? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, it is. What do you think really, pissed really her off? Oh, geez. That Denny's? Probably that they got their moons over Miami wrong. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> Taking off her shirt. So I shit said sunny business. side up, you fuckers over easy. Fucker, this shit is sunny side down. <laughs> That's how moves well, over Miami. I can a couple just of guests, uh, the shape of this woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just saying, in my mind, I have a. <clears throat> so, what is this shape? Like a. Parish. <laughs> Hair ish. <laughs> We will. There are some photos, and so we will uh, link to this story in the comments uh, when we post it. But uh, there were some customers who tried to get her to stop. Her only <laughs> response was, shut the fuck up, man, uh, to the uh, customers who told her to stop. Yeah. So uh, the police had to be summoned. Uh, apparently, she had already caused a disturbance at a local bus stop where she had been stripping and then um, <laughs> wandered over to the Denny's after that. Uh, That's the as no surprise, <laughs> yeah. police suspect drugs and alcohol were involved. You know, I, I hope so. Why are people trying to interject themselves? Like, if the manager doesn't care enough to like stop a rampaging topless woman yeah. from breaking plates, you're not invested. No, <laughs> you're you? not. <laughs> and wait a second, where was the manager? Was he like, "Hey, this is all right." I'm seeing titties. I'm seeing titties. I don't think less. Hey. I can send my dishwasher home. Yeah, I was going to break this shit anyway. <laughs> fuck this place. I was going to burn it down anyway. Yeah, fuck that. Not. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to just assume long. Because, I mean, if you, are, if you are like the manager at Denny's, I mean, has this shit gone wrong enough? Like, you don't give a fuck about anything. Um, at that point, yeah, shit has <laughs> gone wrong. You're right. You're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I dip my balls in the Mrs. Smith key lime pie. I don't give a fuck. I give a shit. The manager at Denny's during coronavirus. That's I, I, I shouldn't say that, man. If you're a manager at Denny's during coronavirus, I probably do like you in real life. Yes, thank you. You're, I mean, you're putting and yourself you. out there. Yeah. And you're Lord of the Crackheads. <laughs> just the just the back kitchen staff. But you you are Lord though. Take that. Yeah. All right. Well. Our next story comes from California. Guys, um, there's a fellow named Brent Underwood, 32 years old, and his friend John. They shelled out a whopping $1.4 million in 2018 to buy Cerro Gordo, which is a former silver mining town with a storied past in the Inyo Mountains. That sounds uh, pretty kinda near, fucking cool, really. Like, you near Death Valley. Buy a fucking, hey, just buy a town? Yeah, at first I thought they purchased a chubby girl. <laughs> Cerro Gordo. Thankfully, that was not the case. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, their plan was to uh, sort of rejuvenate the town. It's historical, so they were making it uh, a tourist destination up in the mountains. But uh, what ended up happening is in uh, 
the COVID-19 outbreak, well, the two of them got stuck in the town. And in April, after agreeing to take over duties of the town's hired uh, full-time caretaker, uh, they became stuck uh, when a freak snowstorm buried the town in five feet of snow. Uh, the current lodging has no running water, and the closest nearby town is seven miles away. So Ooh. perhaps not not yeah, the greatest I, idea. You know, no. I bet they I, I bet they both wish they had a fat girl with them right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that chubby you. one. <laughs> it's a three dog night or a Sarah Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Sarah Gordo. <laughs> well, uh, to make matters worse, uh, Underwood says the town, which allegedly saw at least one murder per week during its heyday, has a reputation <laughs> for being haunted. He says, things are moving around. I'm seeing curtains move. I'm hearing things at night. There's no draft, but things drop inside of houses. Uh, I can imagine in the middle of a coronavirus lockdown yeah. and you're stuck in an abandoned, haunted town miles and miles away in the mountains. Um, I don't think I'd want to be there. No. All I know is I'm calling the fucking Scooby-Doo gang. Oh, yeah. Just because I want to get up with fucking Daphne. Suck, just because I want to get up. Yeah. She's wearing those purple stockings. Like, fuck yeah. I mean, redhead. Yeah, I can um, see. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, uh, Thelma could be the new Sarah Gordo. Hey, <laughs> you're the new Sarah Gordo. <laughs> well, it seems like California is a, uh, a hotbed of wacky news this week because our next story comes uh, from uh, Vallejo, California. Vallejo. How do you say Vallejo? Vallejo. I'm too white to say that name. Yeah. California. Um, back. <laughs> well, you know how everybody has to do Zoom meetings uh, nowadays instead of meeting in person. And uh, the local planning commission uh, was uh, was meeting on Zoom, and it was uh, it was open to the public so that anyone could watch. <laughs> First mistake, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, the planning commissioner, whose name is Chris Platzer, during the teleconference. Well, guys, he may have had just a little bit too much to drink because during the uh, middle of the meeting, he announced, I'd like to introduce my cat and then picked up his pet before Ooh. suddenly tossing the animal off screen. <laughs> Tiger King. And uh, listeners, uh, watcher, viewers rather, could uh, hear a loud thump as the cat landed <laughs> somewhere else, prompting thousands of, of questions about the welfare of the feline. So Dan, how how enraged are you right now reading this story? Well, I mean, I'm ass I, I, I'm assuming that this gentleman has been arrested and is facing the death penalty. Uh, but uh, let's just read on and uh, and see what happens. Oh, uh, Platzer it. was seen sipping from a green bottle during the meeting. Yeah. After the conference ended, he could be heard making derogatory remarks. I'm going to call bullshit on you little bitches. <laughs> Suck my cat, man. Call bullshit on you See, little bitches. That's the thing about quarantine. You lose track of time. Yeah, you stop do. giving a fuck. Day no. drinking is the same as night drinking, so fuck it. Exactly. Now you're just drinking. You're going to fucking toss a fucking cat. Fuck cat. A fuck this cat. <laughs> hey, look at this fucking cat. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my pet. Fuck this pet. <laughs> After the outcry... Uh, Platzer apologized and resigned his position. He says, uh, quote, I did not conduct myself in the Zoom meeting in a manner befitting of a planning commissioner and apologize for any harm that I may have inflicted. He goes on to say that uh, uh, he um, says we are all living in uncertain times, and I certainly, like many of you, am adjusting to a new normalcy. Apparently that normalcy includes copious amounts of alcohol and abusing your cat. See, so I, what makes this funny is I just watched that um, Parks and Rec like reunion show. Yeah, and oh, this yeah. is what that should have been. Oh, for sure. Because the only way this motherfucker is sincere is if he's holding that fucking cat up in front of everyone and saying that shit to the cat face. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry Mr. Pringles. Yeah, whatever. Fucking socks, whatever your fucking name is, Snowball. Sorry, Mr. Nika Poop. Should never have treated you this way. He's probably shitting in his motherfucking slippers. <laughs> it's like once I get outside again, you're gonna fucking burden your bed, bro. <laughs> oh, especially now that he's got the people on his side. Oh yeah. Oh, every day he's gonna be shitting in them slippers. All day. All day. <laughs> Filling them up, dog. <laughs> 
cats will find a way to get back to you. They'll they'll have a hairball and they'll just find a shoe to throw up in. Oh, they'll yeah. uh, they'll you take have a dump on your pillow. Floors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll pee in a corner where you'll take never a find dump it on, on your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking mint <laughs> from house. My kiss is, is not turned down do service. <laughs> no. My cats are angels, of course. They would never do that. They're very well behaved, fuzzy, and lovable. <laughs> your cats are like, I remember a game you were trying to play Madden, your cats are just running all across the screen and shit. <laughs> yeah, the uh, stereo receiver is on the shelf under the TV, and it makes the shelf warm uh, above it, and the cat likes to sit on there. Uh, and unfortunately, it's right in the center of the screen. Mm-hmm. So I have to shoo them every now and then. But, you know, you ever I would never throw my cat. Never. Shoo. Did you yeah. say you said I did, never? I did have a cat long ago. His Uh-oh. name was Smokey. You remember Smokey? Oh, Smokey. Uh, I had him in college. Kind of a ghetto. No, he was mildly retarded. Oh, he no, was no, mildly. No. He was mentally challenged. Yeah. Okay. Well, I discovered later that uh, when he was a kitten, my roommate would put him in a bag and blow uh, pot smoke in there, uh, which to me my is, roommate is animal mean. abuse. It wasn't. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. It wasn't Ryan. It was another. Um, it was another. Uh, roommate who will hopefully be an honorary angry mason one day. Do I know this roommate? On the show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that cat, uh, when I first moved in with my wife, uh, the apartment we were in, someone had had cats before it, and um, he didn't like that, so he just started peeing in random places. Oh, and one time, shit. I caught him peeing, grabbed him by the stuff on the and picked him up, and he just continued peeing as I picked him up. <laughs> oh no. No. It was just pee, cat pee all over the place. Oh, so was, no. He, he he got tossed. He did get yeah, tossed. Yeah, oh, I'd throw that motherfucker out the window. Ah. Yeah. I'll throw him I, out I my neighbor. Cat, that, uh, that cat is moving to a farm upstate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's, he went to a happy cat, cat farm. He, he actually lived to 13 years old um, and oh, uh, wow. continued to be a pain in my ass and threw up at least once a day. Uh-huh. Uh, in a, in, but, but I did love him. Yeah, he was a good cat. Yeah. Well, you're a good, uh, pet. Anyway. You're a good pet owner. Yeah, I am more patient than I probably should. No one will accuse you of tossing pussy. Never, never, never man. Hey. No, not like that. Anyway, now it's time, fellows, for uh, to wrap things up with a trilogy of Florida man stories, and our first one comes from Orlando, Florida, to the now closed Disney World. You know, one of the few things I miss from Florida, besides my good friends, uh, is going to Disney World. I always used to get a a Florida residence season pass. Well, apparently one man, Richard McGuire from Mobile, Alabama, Hmm. well, he missed Walt Disney World just a little too much. Uh, Discovery Island uh, is a uh, used to be an attraction in Disney World, but it was closed in 1999 and the island has been empty since then. Uh, Just some closed down buildings on top of it. Well, uh, Richard McGuire decided that was the perfect time to start camping on the site. Uh, he made his way uh, onto Discovery Island and uh, lived there for several days before being discovered. Unfortunately, uh, that's when he was arrested. Um, he stated that he had made entry to the island to go camping and had planned on staying on the island for approximately one week uh, and that he was unaware that uh, he was trespassing when he was on the property. Of course, there's multiple no trespassing trespassing and private property signs on the island. And of course, if anyone's ever been there, um, the Magic Kingdom and uh, Discovery Island is toward the center of the property. You have to go through miles and miles of Disney property to get there. So maybe not the best time to uh, visit the theme park. <laughs> was that his idea of glamping? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. That is. I'm just going to chill here for a week. For a week. Yeah. Who's going camping during a pandemic? I guess some asshole from Alabama. (laughs) Maybe it was, uh, you know, at first when I started reading this, I saw Alabama before I saw the man's name. I was wondering if it was uh, Superfan Jason. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No, I I don't see him doing that. No. uh, No. No. Because he'd bring the family with him. (laughs) Yeah. He would. Yeah, he wouldn't be there all by himself, I guess. This was a solo individual. Yeah, yeah. Well, I miss Disney too, but uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to uh, be sneaking on the property anytime soon. No. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, uh, our second Florida man story comes from Charlotte County, 
where a Florida man was arrested after calling 911 multiple times. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the first uh, call from 65-year-old Michael Gables. Authorities arrived at his uh, Punta Gorda apartment. Yes. Uh, he requested they take a $20 bill he had placed on the couch and bring him some liquor. <laughs> yes. Deputies then explained to the Florida oh, yes. man that liquor delivery was not deemed an emergency. <laughs> uh, and if he made such a call again, he'd be arrested on charges of misusing 911. I respectfully disagree with yes. that assessment. Fucking put the money... <laughs> Oh, you want down. me to drive drunk and endanger exactly. thousands of people? Yeah. It's legal tender. Yeah, exactly. Chop, chop. Bring me back a bottle of Irish red. Protect and serve. Well, Man I think that we would... Protect and serve would... some booze. <laughs> you would think that one warning from the deputies would be enough. But the following day, Gables called 911 and once again <laughs> had deputies dispatched to his apartment. This time he requested deputies take time... Uh, um, that deputies bring him his ice cream that was in his freezer, stating he was unable to get out of his recliner. Instead, he was arrested <laughs> for misusing 911. Motherfucker is comfortable. He got out of his recliner. And <laughs> hey, look at my man. I'm comfortable as shit. <laughs> this is an emergency. emergency. I need ice cream. <laughs> I wonder what kind of uh, was. Probably pralines and dick. <laughs> Whoa. Damn, I didn't know they had that flavor. <laughs> Well, our final story comes from Port St. John, Florida. I'm not sure where that is. I think it's it's near Orlando. Probably. But uh, It smells like it. <laughs> police were called to a neighborhood in Port St. John where they found 34-year-old Doi Khan completely oh, nude God. in his driveway, where apparently he had been standing most of the afternoon hurling rocks at passing cars. Yes. <laughs> Naked as shit, dude. Loving it. <laughs> What are you looking at my dick? Here's a fucking yeah, rock yeah. for your car. I mean, for some <laughs> what are you people, looking that's, at? that's living the dream right there. Hell yeah. Throwing rocks at cars naked. I mean, that's it. This is America. That's America. He's exercising his freedoms. Well, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's better than uh, grabbing a gun and storming a, uh, you know, uh, a state capital or something like that. Is but, it? <laughs> the Florida I mean, man was charged with exposure. Comfy. He was charged with exposure of sexual organs. Uh, according to jail records, so um, well, you I mean, can just mark that off your list. Of the was his own. That's the way, though. The worst euphemism: sexual organs. It just sounds. Well, you know what's better than Whoa. roses on your piano, right? Yeah. Tulips on your organ. Oh, hey! hey how you doing? <laughs> Forget about it. Classic, right? All right. Well, and on that note, guys, uh, let's move on from wacky news. And just last weekend, fellas, it's finally happened. The Miami Dolphins were tanking all along. The NFL draft happened. So did either of you have any doubts in your mind who the Dolphins were taking with that pick? No. No. I mean, they tried to smoke screen it, but we all knew it's Tlapia. Tlapia is in season. It's in season. And how do we feel about it? Has your opinion, because I know at the beginning of the season, we were feeling pretty good about good old Tlapia, but uh, have all of his injuries and all of the bad press in the last few weeks changed your mind, or do you think it was a great pick? I mean, the injuries are a problem, so let's put him behind a brand new offensive line who doesn't know how to work together. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, do you really think he would see the field this year? I mean, you got to think they're going to keep... Oh, no, they're going to keep Fitzpatrick, but he will see the field. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mid-season. Around week 10. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by then, hopefully those new guys on the offensive line have kind of gelled and can keep them from getting crushed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he needs to keep himself from getting crushed. Yes, and he has the ability to, oh, and the mobility, sure. to do and that. he can change. Like Kyler Murray changed the way he ran when he. Yeah. Well, I I would be surprised if we see Twa ran run like he did. Well, I think he's I mean, going to be more of a pocket guy. I think he'll run like Russell Wilson because that's his yeah. game. That is his game. Full on extend plays. Run 50, yeah, yeah, run he'll, 15 run, yards, he'll run. He'll run laterally. He won't run north and south. But he'll run but Even Russell Wilson doesn't have like 
extreme rushing rushing numbers extend the yeah. play take five ten yards run out of bounds slide yeah i mean for that shit adds up he's he, so fucking quick and sees the plays developing yeah if, if he can do that like a russell wilson who obviously doesn't need a good offensive line to no, play well <clears throat> but it took time for him to know yeah that to stop you don't need to hold on to the ball for so long, waiting and waiting for this huge play, because that's where he got yeah. hurt with the hip. It was him, you know what I mean? He could have just thrown the ball away seconds before instead of scrambling yeah. out because there's a dude about to sack and another dude coming, and he's like, "Well, I'll still try and throw it." Like, yeah, that's just immature. As long as he learns not to do, try to do too much too soon. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think that's you know up to the coaching staff. Because I mean, you know who else him. had a. a knock on him for being injury prone in college was Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like Adrian Peterson, he'll fucking send you out to go get a switch and beat the shit out of you. Drew Brees also had a couple injury knocks. Yeah. That the Dolphins passed on. Because what I'm saying is always sometimes it's just fluky freak shit. Yeah. The way you gotta tackle the gap, you know what I mean? And now, a big knock on, on Tua has been his three surgeries in college, but the truth is only one on the hip was necessary. Yeah. The other two were for high ankle sprains, and they were elective surgeries he took so he could get back on the field faster. Yep. And I think that was part of what sold him to the Dolphins was, uh, you know, he's a team player. He's willing to do whatever it takes to get back on the field. And that whole hip thing, they're Hell hoping, yeah. is just a fluke. So, uh, you know, I've got high hopes. Let's uh, let's see. It's, uh, Me too. You know, it's the biggest profile QB pick the Dolphins have had since Dan Marino. So for sure. Um, and we'll, first we'll off, let's happens. let's squash all this fucking stupid bullshit talk about unretiring Dan Marino's number thirteen. So Swag can have it. Nope. No. What? That. I haven't no. heard that. That's bullshit. No, I've that heard it either, but that's no. ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. First of all, why was he, was he thirteen in college? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, make your own number. Make that special. Make it, yeah. Make your yeah. own number, Betsy. We're no, we're Ross. number three. Let's let's retire number three. Sell your own shit. Yeah, <laughs> Betsy Ross. You don't uh, <laughs> when you retire a jersey, it is fucking retired. It's not just put yeah. on a shelf to be used later when you feel exactly. Like it. And I, I don't think that that's really going to happen. That's not happening. You see, I do respect when when Spurrier went to Florida and coached. Yeah, he unretired his own number. Uh, and it made it special. Like I'm he, giving, he's doing. Yeah, he's doing it, he's and he's giving it, it to this particular exactly. player. Yeah, because they have a lot of heart, they have a lot of passion. The only way that would work is if Dan Marino was personally coaching the kid and came out at a conference and said, "I'm unretiring my number. I want him to wear it." Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, but if that's not happening. No, Dan Marino, first of all, has a big ego, and there's no yeah. chance he's ever going to go along with that. And frank, frankly, he's earned his place. He earned that retirement. So mm-hmm. yes. um, let's not saddle the new kid with unrealistic expectations. No, because, That'd be like getting drafted onto the onto the Bulls and, and wearing Michael Jordan's jersey. Yeah, you, you know he can I mean? wear yeah, David Woodley's shit. If we're going to be honest, he's actually probably going to play more like Bob Greasy than Dan Marino anyway. Oh yeah, he doesn't yeah. have those. Yeah. Well, let's hope he has. Uh, let's hope he's a successful yeah. as Greasy was. Let's just hope. So, well, he let's is, run through. He is like the prototypical quarterback. So the Dolphins have one. Yeah, that's gonna ex- scramble yeah. a little bit, extend the play, throw it down. Fucking Remarkably play. accurate. Dude, uh, and he is know. not scared to throw it. What I love about the well, pick, you're the only one. He's of, not scared to throw it downfield. You're the only one of the three of us who's seen him play in person. And from the vantage I was at in the stadium, he's phenomenal. Like nice, he'll overlook a fucking check down to throw it fucking deep. The dudes were always hit. The receivers, of course, they had probably the best group of wide receivers. So these motherfuckers, yeah. These dudes were open. Yeah, but they weren't breaking stride. It was like right on. We were like, wow, this is pretty fucking. And this obviously before he got injured, but yeah, he knows how, he knows how to drop it in there for sure. Nice. So uh, let's round out the rest of the first round. Yep, the uh, pick 18, the Dolphins took Austin Jackson, uh, offensive tackle from USC. Word on the street is um, he's got a lot of raw talent, but he's a little bit of a project. I mean, normally I say Cali, fuck you, but whatever. Yeah, that's... I hate them Cali, dude. They always seem weak. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I'd rather um, get a big SEC or yeah. even a big 10. Like, they're yeah. really good Lineman. to me, like, running back. Yeah. From Cal- you know what I mean? Wide receiver, they don't seem like they're... Back yeah, up. skill I mean, positions, you know, you know hope, go to the Pac-12. But I hope on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of us were scratching our heads uh, a little bit with that one. But... Uh, pick number thirty, uh, Noah Igbenigen, uh from you Auburn. Uh, really fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. Ig- oh, okay. Uh, how do you say it? Igbenogany. Oh well, excuse me. Okay. I, again, too white for that. It's very ethnic. Uh, <laughs> cornerback uh, from Auburn, uh, and I have read a lot of draft analysis that say that uh, at that point he was the best uh, defensive oh, back, yeah. I think and perhaps right. the third best <clears throat> cornerback in the draft. So, yep. um, you know, you, you stack him up with what the Dolphins already have starting to look like a pretty formidable secondary. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to wonder, like, who in the AFC East has a receiving core three deep that can fuck with that kind of secondary? None right now. I don't know. No. None right now. I don't. I don't no. think they Patriots are. But had, no. No. Not the Jets. The problem has been that um, Not, well, they haven't had to test our secondary. They just keep running all the time. So that's true. let's see if yeah. that, if the that bills are gonna The Bills are going to be a little scary. Oh yeah, with, with well, I mean Josh Allen. We just can't seem to stop Josh Allen Dude, he's running more pass. He's got an arm, and Stephon yeah. Diggs is so fucking good yeah. and fast. Yeah, fucking Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, second round, pick thirty nine. They took Robert Hunt, who's a guard from Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, I know nothing about him no, or the school. So sounds cool. I'm, I'm gonna go with it. They need offensive. Yeah, another lineman. offensive lineman. You need help, uh, so yeah. you might as well. If you, you don't like, have any one superstar, just get a bunch of guys. Hopefully, and some it of seems them break like out. that's a position where there's people. It doesn't kind of matter. Yeah, what college you and went to I don't know more. if like DeAndre Swift or any of those really good running backs were there when they had the chance to pick. I don't think they valued that position in this draft that way, because no. it, it seemed no. like that was not where they were focused at fucking all. No. Well, as we found out later, they probably already had some plans in the back of their head for a trade for a running back. So, yeah. uh, and that's when they picked up uh, Matt Breida. So, uh, you know, right now they've got a good, a good, decent pair of starting halfbacks. I mean, if Breida can, if these two dudes can stay healthy, it's a nice little one-two punch. Yeah. Yeah, but they both have injury issues in, in the past. They have. Productive when healthy. I hate that's like the worst fucking. Yeah. Ever. Like, <laughs> All right. What else? We got? Uh, so then they took Raquan Davis, uh, defensive tackle from Alabama, at the uh, end, pick fifty six in the second round. Um, Fuck yeah! I mean, a big we boy. got a couple guys named Raquan. Now, That's what so. I'm saying, dude. So anyone yeah. else says, "What's up?" Hey, we got two motherfuckers named Raquan. Yeah. What's They'll up? Beatbox on you. Yeah. Ass. They will. Fuck yes, they will. In each <laughs> in each ear, spraying me yep. down with spit, boy. <laughs> So I'll run through the rest of them here real quick. Um, third round, pick 70. Took... Never enough. <laughs> they took uh, Brandon Jones, a safety from Texas. Uh, the fourth round, they got uh, Solomon Kinley, another guard uh, from Georgia. Uh, you got to feel like a guard from Georgia sounds like a, a good pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, had a... they held up really well against uh, a, a very good, very good Gators defense. Yep. In the last game they played, so sure. yeah. In the fifth round, they picked up uh, Jason Strobridge, uh, a defensive end from North Carolina. Then they picked up uh, Curtis Weaver, another defensive end from Boise State. And then they rounded out the draft with uh, Blake Ferguson, a center from LSU, and uh, Malcolm Perry, a wide receiver from Navy. Dude, First Malcolm of all, that's Perry, Malcolm Perry's dope. That center is a long snapper, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. But oh, that, right. uh, that last pick, Malcolm had, Perry's dope, dude. From what I heard, they picked him so New England couldn't and turned him into the next Edelman. So this is what Mal- this is the position Malcolm Perry played in college. Yeah. Running back, quarterback, wide receiver. See Malcolm wow. Perry is That's a boy dope. from the Navy. Dog. I mean he's not a big dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's small. But, but if I'm if I'm not gonna root for Florida, I'm fuck. gonna root for fucking Navy. Bro. Like that's the player I'm rooting for that makes Hell hopefully yeah. makes the team. It'd be fun to He'll watch. He'll make it. Just because they can't afford to let him they can't afford another uh Guy we who was our slot receiver who we cut and Patriots turned into oh um Wes Welker yeah yeah that yeah. still yeah. fucking bad taste in the mouth ah! oh, that still hurts it's fucking just as bad as Drew Brees really yeah and then yeah how many 
seasons in a row of 100 catches, 1,000 yards. Oh it was like and how many how many hundred yard games did he have against the Miami Dolphins? Oh, he fucking crushed them. So many. Oh my god. So the fools. Well, guys, uh, the Dolphins, uh, they they brought in an impressive haul of rookies, but it wasn't the only thing that you you guys we were paying attention to in the draft because a lot of Florida Gators made it onto NFL teams. God damn right. What? SEC making another record first round with, what is it, 14 picks in the first yeah. round? Okay. Yeah. And all that SEC bias for the ESPN must just be ESPN, right? Fuck yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. It's a conspiracy between the ESPN and the NFL. Everyone's in on it. <laughs> but I got to shout out to my main man, CJ Henderson, going yeah. at the ninth overall pick, top 10 pick. Boom. To the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nice. Yeah, definitely a great pick um, on you know on the Jaguars' part, and they had to do something uh, you know to replace their dearly departed cornerback. So yeah. uh, you know, and and honestly, the Jaguars—that's been their team's motive the last decade sure. or so, stacking oh, yeah. up on on defense and having terrible offense. And the, <laughs> the Jaguars are is my number three most ghetto rated team. <laughs> Yeah. And fun fact, C.J. Henderson actually played running back in high school. Huh. Yeah. And then in the second round, Los Angeles Rams mm. were smart enough to uh, draft my boy Van Jefferson, baby. Nice. Hell yeah. Probably smart. one of the best route runners oh, for in sure. the nation. And what a dope name, Van Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. It's like Van Morrison. It's like he should have a rock band. <laughs> oh, it, it sounds like it. Yeah. It, it's going to be awesome. But then, two of my favorite Gators yeah. go to the New York Jets. Ugh. Obviously, someone in New York's been watching some Gator games. <laughs> God damn it. Jabari Zaniga, who's the man yes. when he was healthy. <laughs> he was a monster. Mm-hmm. And then, Absolutely. probably one of my favorite running backs in Florida since Fred Taylor, no lie. Even though his rushing statistics didn't show it. His uh, receiving and his coming up big in big games. Oh, he had some like that eighty something yard clutch. run against oh my Auburn. God. That was the clutch. longest run ever. Clutch. La Michael mm-hmm. P. Ryan. I oh, hope for sure. Even though he's playing for the Jets, I hope he has a great career. And I, I hope, hope he has a great career on another team. Yes. <laughs> but while you're Agreed. with the Jets kind of fuck off, right? Exactly. Um, Jonathan Grenard, who transferred from Louisville yep. to Florida for his last season. Because of uh, Todd Grantham and his defense, uh, was able to get picked up in the third round by the Houston Texans, and uh, I mean they can all they can use all the help they can get on For linebackers. Sure. Um, then you have the Seattle Seahawks picking up Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain, he was fucking a little undersized, but I mean ran a four four six forty. He was fast. Yeah, he's got the kind of name that you just assume this dude's up to no good. What's up, what's up, Freddie Twang? And then probably the most unfortunately named uh, receiver ever, Tyree Cleveland. Mm. Still my boy, yeah. Yeah. but you're named after a city that sucks ass. ass. Go yeah. to uh, your neck of the woods there, Dan, the Denver Broncos. That's your new favorite so, the team. The Broncos. You know, I've tried to become a Broncos fan since I moved here to Colorado. I just am not feeling it. As a matter of fact, I've been kind of thinking uh, becoming a Vegas Raiders fan. Ooh, outlaws. That's right. And you know what? Uh, the Dolphins are actually <laughs> playing, are scheduled to play in Denver and in Las Vegas this year. I was really hoping to catch trip. one of those games. I would love to have do, do hmm. that. But my question for you guys, what happens to us and what happens to the NFL players if the season is actually canceled? Well, we'll still be friends if you're referring to us. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay. That's reassuring. <laughs> that's <Okay>. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean uh, I look forward to football every fall, and oh, if I, I don't know. have my college and NFL football, I might just lose my mind. You know what? I would rather miss a season of football than have like six or seven-digit uh, fatalities from a, a disease that's that we could try to prevent. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, I guess that's true. Unless they can come up with a way of sequestering players, uh, maybe giving them rapid uh, tests before each game, something like that. But I think part of the problem is that just the games itself, which could be played without fans, 
but what about all the practices, locker room, like all that stuff with the team? Those guys are not going to be able to socially distance clearly if they're playing football. And they don't um, want to be sequestered from their families and shit. You know, it's not it's it's not worth it. I mean, it's a game. Overall, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I know there's a lot of money associated with it, but you know what? Sometimes you have to I mean, you would hope people value human life over money. Oh my god, you would hope. It doesn't happen all the time, it especially doesn't. not now. But you no, that's not our that's not our country right now, unfortunately. Uh, that's not doesn't seem to be the way things are leaning, but uh, on a more practical, you know, standpoint, you know, some of these players this upcoming year is the pinnacle of their career, the sure, you know, yeah. the peak of their and, and we've all seen what happens to some players uh, mm-hmm. when they sit out a year or so. Um, so well, it's both in they college come back, they lose their edge. But it's yeah. going to be the same across the board. So, yeah. you know. I mean, college, they can always give them another year of eligibility. Yeah. But then, you know, they're going to graduate at the same time or the average Again, age of the all, NFL players will spike. This is all one year where your body is not taking hits. You're not getting you know, violently crushed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So That's true. So for it may extend people's Yeah, for some, for some say some people who have lingering injuries, you know, it's going to yeah. be great. Dude, it's great for the Dolphins and Twa. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude. That's a great point. Keep fucking yeah. chilling, drinking your milk. <laughs> say your prayers, eat your vitamins. prayers, exactly. Do the Hulk Hogan routine. Fuck yeah, dude. Except the, you know, dropping the N-bomb 60-something times in, in the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, nah, that's, that. that's not good. You know, guys, we were uh, texting back and forth throughout this whole uh, NFL draft, uh, remarking on a lot of things. And um, I have to say, um, there was uh, certain aspects of ESPN's coverage that uh, I wasn't really so fond of. Oh, such as? Uh, Well, Tom Rinaldi comes to mind. Ugh. Well, I mean, Tom Rinaldi, he does those, like, feel-good stories, right? Yeah, I mean, if you can call them feel good, I just kind of found them depressing and just a little bit uh, mm, out of place. Well, you know, Dan, I actually had some thoughts on that. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Tom Rinaldi. You slick back peddler of human misery. Whenever I see your pasty mug on my TV, I know that the next seven to ten minutes of airtime is going to be squandered on a heartfelt and moving story of loss and the will to overcome adversity. Give me a fucking break with that fucking noise. Oh, gee, are college athletes actual people too? I never would have guessed. You make a living by exploiting the stories of young students who've had some bad luck or tragedy in their lives and then sharing that story to the world at large when I'm just trying to watch some actual analysis of the games coming up. Yes, even students have overcome adversity. It's called the human condition, Tom, you melodramatic ghoul. I don't care if a 350-pound lineman gave a blood transfusion to a family member and extended a life. I want to know if that motherfucker can inflict violence upon a defender and allow the running back to pick up a first down on a consistent basis. Sports, especially football, is controlled, chaotic violence. I don't care to know if Miami's third-round draft pick is a good husband and father. I care to know how much violence I can expect from this dude on on a consistent basis. For fuck's sake, give it a rest, Tom. I know your stories are PR stunts designed to make this violent game more humane, but damn it, man. Save that noise for the off-season, you mealy-mouthed twat. And that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry Masons. You know, Ryan, sometimes I think you overreact, but I totally agree with you here. Thank you. Yeah, that was spot on. (laughs) Yeah, very good, sir. Very, very good. Yeah, I really feel like they... Uh, need to rethink that in the future. Well, it's like um, when I'm like, watching college game day, it's like, oh, Tom Rinaldi's on time to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when wow. you actually list, like, in a group of of statistics that a athlete's mother <laughs> has overcome drug addiction. Yeah. 
whoever's making those chirons should just be fucking fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan, for expressing your feelings on that. I think that you have contributed toward world peace. You know what? Tom had it coming. He had it coming. He did. He did. He did. He asked for it. All right. Really mouth twat. So that's about it for us this week, guys. I will oh, tell you though, uh, in case. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Huh? Remember, uh, this is going to be our episode that comes out right around May the fourth. Ah. As in May the fourth oh. be with you. That is true. And as Always. a public service, we'll let everyone know that the Rise of Skywalker is now on Disney Plus for May the fourth. So you can watch all the Star Wars movies back to back to back to back to back to back. All right, time to play. Fuck Mary Kill with the most recent trilogy. Fuck Mary All right. Kill. Oh, so okay. it's okay. Force Awakens, right. Force Last Awakens, Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Right. Fuck Mary Kill. Go. Paul. Okay. PDP. The latest one? Mary. No fuck. Okay. Um, so Rise of Skywalker. Rise of okay. Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The middle no. one? Kill. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. All right. And mm-hmm. then Force, Awa- Force Ara- Awakens. Uh, fuck. Or Mary, <laughs> whichever the one. I didn't say. I think you had Mary left. Okay, Mary. Yeah. I marry that one. All right, for me, you're right. Uh, Mary, The Force Awakens, Kill the Last Jedi. Yep. Kill the Last Jedi again. Oh damn. Kill the Last Jedi one more time. Just for. And uh, fuck the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Wow. Now you see, I would do it just a little bit different. I also would would marry Force Awakens. Yeah. But uh, then I would say uh, I would fuck Rise of Skywalker. No, you know what? I'd kill Rise of Skywalker, oh. and I would fuck the Last Jedi like it fucked Luke Skywalker. Oh, you're gonna sodomize yeah. Last Jedi, bro. That's right, repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> oh, damn. So, uh, so yeah. So that's it. That's our bit of public well, service to I'll, you guys. Hold on, I do have to throw out this other thing. If you have mm-hmm. the Disney Plus, um. See, I tried watching that show, The Clone Wars. Couldn't get yeah. into it. Just, I, I don't know what it was. Couldn't I, get into I've it. I tried to. We have a friend yeah. that likes it. Yeah. And uh, our super fan, uh, Jester, you know, he loves that show. But he turned me on to, like, uh, the last four episodes of this current season, which there are three, three of those now. So it started with episode nine. It actually syncs up with the movie um, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that those episodes are actually pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So just want to give cool. out a uh, shout out to super fan Jester turning me on to that. Right, that's a good suggestion. Uh, if you get a chance, yeah, watch starting the last season, episode nine. You can just pick it up from there. Just one thing to keep in mind: uh, the chick used to be Skywalker's Padawan, Ahsoka yeah. Tano. Yep. She got kicked out of the Jedi Order for some reason, so it's been like a year or two since. They've seen each other. That's the only thing you need to know. I heard she used to get down. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, Rosario Dawson's going to play her in The Mandalorian next mm-hmm. year, so you know she got down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. She's in All right, too. I'm going to check those out. Uh, yes, she is. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite movies. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Um, so, yes, absolutely check those out. I'm going to watch those just like you suggested, Ryan, because I also never really got into The Clone Wars. Uh, but I'm totally going to watch those last episodes just because I heard that they're pretty fantastic. So um, so everyone, check those out. Uh, you can uh, do your Star Wars marathon starting uh, May the 4th, since you're home anyway. Uh, also, don't forget, episode 50 is coming up soon, just a few away. Um, Ryan, any teasers for the listeners about our huge plans for episode 50? Ooh, I'm thinking about a ham buffet. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're talking a wide selection of hams. Indeed. Multiple hams. From oh. years past, yes. Oh, some of, some right. of them so, you've heard from recently. Some yeah. uh, some maybe throwbacks to the, the very first oh my. few episodes. All right. So um, you heard it there, everyone. It's going to be a ham buffet ham. for episode ham. 50. Uh, it's going to be wild, uncontrollable. That's no right. Canadian bacon. In, no. Just honorary angry masons. Yeah. So, if you've got any suggestions about things you'd love to see for episode fifty, uh, or you'd like to uh, let Ryan know how much you hate Tom Rinaldi, then uh, leave a comment on Facebook.com/slash The Angry Masons Podcast, uh, or drop us a line, Angry Masons at Catlover.com, or uh, check us out on Twitter at Angry Masons. You can download new episodes on SoundCloud.com/slash Angry Masons, or check us out on Spotify, TuneIn, and iTunes, fellas. 
great episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And listeners, we'll see you next time. See you. Peace.